0: you got your Bibles, you're going to need to open them up to Psalm 142. And you know, as you get your Bibles and you open them up, I just want you to know, today's uh, It's different. We're going to do this a lot different today. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to teach probably for, I don't know exactly how long, I hate to say that because you might be timing me, I don't know. <laughs> I say, oh, 10 minutes and I'll go for 20 minutes or I don't know how long exactly, but I, I think it will be shorter, for sure, because... What I want us to do is after we end this Facebook Live session, we have included, we're getting ready to put up a link on the Facebook Messenger group. And we're going to go into a chat room, uh, all of us together, and we're going to have some time of fellowship, and we're going to talk, each of us, just how, how we're doing, what's going on in our lives, how we are still being intimate with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you'll see that link on the Facebook group. If if you're not part of that group, please message us right away and so that we can get you that link so you can join in this fellowship time after the message. So make sure and join us. And you know, I tell you, it's it's technology, right? We know how well it works. It, it started it off already for us as we got ready to start our live stream. The Wi-Fi crashed. Just stopped like five minutes before for no reason. Well, we know why. But, uh, So as we do this with this new group and Facebook Live, it's a little bit different for us. So have some patience and we'll work through it and we'll get everyone together and fellowship together. But you will see that link. And if you have any questions as you're trying to log in, uh, we have two people sitting right now trying to just be ready to help walk you through any of that. So that'll be after again, after the message out of Psalm 142. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much, Lord. I thank you for the opportunity just to become... To come before your throne, Lord. Just to come before the cross, Lord. To offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, Lord. Just to present ourselves to you, Lord. Just to say, Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. I surrender. I lay down my own desires. I lay down all the frustrations of the world. I lay down all my own thoughts, all my own anticipations, my expectations. And Lord, I just want to set aside this time for worship. I want to worship you, Lord. I want, as we read through the psalm, Lord, as we see this psalm written by King David, Lord, as he just pours out our heart, Lord, I pray that this would be a time that we would learn about a faithful man, a man that was after your own heart, but that would be a reflection of us today, Lord, that we would also be like this in your eyes, Lord. So, Lord, I just praise you and I thank you, Lord, and I just pray for your Holy Spirit you know, as we sung the songs today, as we worship you, Lord, I just pray for your Holy Spirit to speak through this to each one of us, Lord. These would not be man's words, they would not be my words, but this would be from you, Lord. That each one of us would receive this word from you, Lord, and whatever we're walking through, Lord, Lord, you would encourage us, Lord. We would know to be faithful and that you're always there for us. But maybe there's some of us that are doing well, Lord. But this word would be so maybe they could even share with others, because we know not everyone is doing as well as some. So Lord, I just pray, Lord, for your Holy Spirit's presence. I just pray that these words would be your words. And all God's people said, Amen. My live audience didn't say amen too loud. Let's try that again. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 I hope you heard that. All right. So open up your Bibles. Now again, I said it's going to be a little different today. I have no notes in Psalm 142. I think we will read through this first, if each of you have your Bibles open, and then I will go through it. Psalm 142, verse 1. I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before Him and tell Him all my troubles. When I am overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. Wherever I should go, my enemies have set traps for me. I look for someone to come and help me, but no one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit what happens to me. Then I pray. To you, O Lord, I say, you are my place of refuge. You are all, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors. For they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison, so I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. Amen. You know, it's been... Again, I've talked to a lot of people. And a lot of people have experienced this lockdown, or this time, in many different ways. Many people are facing many different emotions. Many people are facing different troubles. Different worries, different stresses. Some people are, are loving this time of lockdown and really enjoying it, and um, you know. So there's all different spectrum of people out there, and there's a different spectrum of how people are just using this time. And you know, some people, some for some people, this lockdown has brought on uh, troubles of finances. For others, maybe they're okay and they're just enjoying the time. But I know for us, it's been. It's been a roller coaster ride, truly. I will say, you know, when this first started with this lockdown and the, I was kind of like, wow, we can have some time a little bit, you know, kind of slow down, and I was kind of excited. I can just stay at home. Um, we can cook and hang out with the family, which we did that, and it's been really enjoyable. But then, as time progressed, I soon found out that I was missing fellowship. I was missing fellowship with you guys, with my fellow Christian brothers and sisters. And I'll tell you, I I deeply mourn that. You know, I think I truly even grieve after that, that I miss being in church with you. I miss worshiping with you. I miss being in your homes and coming alongside you. I miss visiting you at your houses. Um, It's been difficult. And one of the reasons why I looked at this psalm, this is uh, King David again. Um, If you've got your Bibles, you can look back, just to give you a little context on when he wrote this, because... You know, this was a difficult, difficult time for him. He was facing a time that was really—he was feeling helplessness. He obviously was feeling a hopelessness. We can say he was fearful, and even maybe for a modern word, you could say maybe he was even a little bit depressed. This is a God. This is King David we're talking about, right? Just imagine that. This is who we're talking about, and this is the things that he's walking through as he's in lockdown. He's in a lockdown. He's, he's inside of a cave, and he can't leave for this time being. So I want to look at a little context. Turn back in your Bible to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 22, 1. So you see here, 22, 1 Samuel. So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adonim. I'm sure I pronounced that incorrectly. Soon his brothers and all his other relatives joined him there. So when he wrote this, it's believed this is the time he was in the cave. It's amazing. If you just turn back a few chapters, even to go to, if you turn back to chapter 16, uh, you can see right into chapter 16, we're not going to read through the whole story of David, but at this point, you can see here, this is where he was anointed. If you look at verse, so 1 Samuel chapter 16, look at verse seven, the last part of seven. It says, people judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This is when David was anointed to be king. As you turn the page there, you can see in 1 Samuel 16, you can look at verse 13. And it says where he's anointed here. So as David stood there among his brothers, Samuel took the flask of olive oil he had brought and anointed David with the oil. And the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully, understand this, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David from that day on. So we know David, he had the Spirit of the Lord powerfully upon him, right? He was Spirit-led, Spirit-filled. Yet, then we see after this, we know the story, we see all these different trials that he faced. He, as he walked through here, he faced so many different problems. Had, Saul was trying to kill him, he had to run, he had to escape. And then we see at one point, now it came to the point that, look at the end of chapter 2, 1 Samuel 21. This is a point where now David is running, right? And we know the story with Jonathan, and now he's ran to the enemy's camp, and he was going to fight with the enemy. But they even even his enemies, now we know in this story, didn't want him. If you look at uh, 1 Samuel, verse chapter 21, verse 13, it gotten so bad. Listen to this: So he pretended to be insane, scratching on the doors and drool running down his beard. This is a man, a spirit-filled man, David. Then, as we picked up, and we were talking about in chapter twenty-two, now he's in a cave. He's escaped to the cave, and he's there, and he's alone, and he's awaiting, and he's awaiting the other men. At this time, he's feeling just help. going to turn back to Psalm. He's feeling helplessness, hopelessness. I mean, he was anointed. He had, God had called him to a purpose. He'd been told that he would be king yet here he was alone in prison trapped in a cave in lockdown i don't know i can relate to this i you know i don't know about most of you but i think as i know most all of you i know that god has set each one of you a purpose in your life he's anointed each one with you with certain gifts and certain abilities and we've talked about it so often we use him for his glory and you know king david had these gifts and he has these abilities and he was full of this just as you yet here he was In a cave, hiding. A man after God's own heart. Feeling hopeless. Feeling helpless. Feeling fearful. I'm sure in a bit of confusion, wondering what's going on around him. You know, this is kind of what I think a lot of us have dealt with lately. As this lockdown just got extended two more weeks for some of us. It just starts to wear on us. And we start to get these feelings, these emotions that come in. But as we start here in this verse 1 of 42... I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before him. And I tell him all of my troubles. You know, as we face all these difficult times in life, as we face different family problems, financial problems, uh, if it's depression, if it's uh, just all the different troubles that we face in the world, David starts right here. He says, He cries out to the Lord. You know, I think, then it goes, I plead for the Lord's mercy. And he says, I pour out my complaints before him, and I tell him my troubles. I just see a picture of a man, a very strong man, that loves the Lord, crying out to the Lord. And sometimes we need to do that. We need to plead, just as David did, for his mercy. Sometimes it says, I pour out my complaints. You know, in the first part of this, I think what we see is him physically crying out. But then in the second part in verse 2, what I see is when he says, pour out, I think that's really speaking of his heart. It's just not a verbal outcry. This is from his heart, in everything he is. He's pouring out himself before the Lord and saying, Lord, what's going on here? I'm having a very difficult time. I have all these troubles. I am overwhelmed, as it says in verse 3. Maybe... I don't know about you guys, but when David said, When I am overwhelmed, you alone, know the way I should turn. I'll tell you, I've had a lot of what I consider troubles, like David here. And I felt, had a lot of complaints. A lot of complaints. It's hot. Um, I want to go out. I want to, I'm tired of this. Uh, my, my children, they've been sick. They've had different rashes. I need to get them to doctors. I can't get them to the doctors because the airports are closed. I... Um, I can't get them the right medicine, I feel that they need. Um, I've had a lot of complaints. And I you know, I know that when I complain, this is David, when David was complaining, why am I in this cave? What is going on? You know, God was preparing David for an amazing work that he was going to do. And I think, you know, when we complain about whatever's going on in our lives, and I, I'm preaching to myself right now I don't know about you guys but when I know if I'm complaining about the situation going on in my life which I do every day several times a day many times a day I'm really complaining to God that he doesn't know better for me I'm saying God you don't know any better and this question is my faith do I, do I trust God? do I trust that, no, that he knows exactly where I am and where my family is and do I trust him that he will take care of my family? Do I, when I tell him my troubles do I trust God? you know, I don't really have any troubles. Again, I, I this overwhelming feeling that David was experiencing, it does come upon me. And I just get overwhelmed with it sometimes. And you know, even today, right before the service, as we were getting ready, trying to get everything ready so we could come on live stream, I was just overwhelmed because everything I touched wouldn't work, which happens every Sunday. It's nothing new. Um, I go to get online to try to set everything up. The Wi-Fi doesn't work. And then I go to try to... Okay, fine, I'll use my uh, mobile data, you know, so I'll give a top off, an MPT. I go there, the app crashes. I can't put any money on it. Uh, you know, I was feeling overwhelmed. Everything around me just seemed to be kind of crashing in around me. It's really a question of faith. It says here, it continues in verse 3, Wherever I go, my enemies have set traps for me. How true is that for us even today? I know especially when I'm going out and I'm trying to Do something that I feel I'm called by the Lord to do. There seems to be things that can just trip me up if I allow them. And you know, it's basically, I think I said it there, if I allow it. You know, there's always going to be snares out there. There's always going to be Satan trying to entrap us in some way or trying to trip us up some way or trying to get us into frustration or anger or to get our minds off worshiping the Lord or take our hearts away from that worship. It's always going to be there. Satan's always there. We live in a fallen world. It's my reaction, and again, I'm preaching to myself. I don't know about you guys, but my reaction lately has it's been—it's been difficult. And a lot of this is because I think I haven't had, you know, as much fellowship. I have been stuck in my house. It's—it's it's hot in here. You know, we—we're blessed. We have air conditioner, but I tell you what, it hasn't been working well at all. It's still really hot. Um, and I think we're just—you know—we're not—we're just tired of being in the house. So there's traps. Traps to take us away from worship, traps to try to get rid of. You know, we were promised. We've been talking about that abundant joy, that abundant peace is there. The Satan wants to take that away, and He sets little traps to see if He can see if He can catch us, to snarl us. Because you know, like I think when I see this, He says, "My enemies have set traps." I think of a pitcher, and there's a lot of different traps out there, right? But I I came from in Nevada where they'd have some of the guys. They would make these like with a wire, and they had a circle. It was like a Right? And so when the animal would go through, their leg would get caught in it. And when they start pulling, that circle would come down and come around their, that piece of wire or rope would come around their leg, right? And it trapped trap their leg so they were caught. Now they were caught, and then, like if it was a dog or some type of animal, they'd just start screaming like crazy and going crazy and running all over the place and making all sorts of ruckus, tearing everything down all around them and even hurting themselves. That's how I see Satan's traps These he for me. You know If I stumble into one and I get my leg caught, do I start just screaming and throwing a fit? Sometimes I do. I don't know. I just see that picture. I don't know. But let me continue here. Look at verse 4. I look for someone to come and help me, but no one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit what happens to me. You know... I can relate to this a lot. It seems as whenever I'm really struggling, whenever I feel overwhelmed, I always like am looking around me, hoping someone will help me, or pull me out of this situation. And it feels like I'm alone. It feels like I'm the only one fighting the battle. It feels like I'm the only one dealing with this situation. It feels like everything's on me. And I don't know why I feel that, but I do feel that. Like, as I'm walking through these difficult times, it's like I feel like no one outside cares at all. Nobody's else doing anything to help me. And David felt this way, as he's in this cave, as he's in lockdown, is he's dealing with fear, as he's dealing with some depression, I'm sure, and he's feeling hopeless and helpless. It's like there's nobody out there. But then, look, then I pray to you, verse five. Then I pray to you, O Lord. I say, you are my place of refuge. You are all I really want in life. Hear me cry, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison so I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. I don't know why. I think it's just human nature. As we look at David and as he cries out and he pleads to the Lord and he talks about these troubles and being overwhelmed, and then the next verses you see, I look for someone to come and help me, but no one. Then there's the Lord the whole time. Then he prays to the Lord. You are my place of refuge. Hear me cry. Rescue me. It's it's, it's Jesus that rescues us. Bring me out of this prison. You know, when he says this, it's true in a sense, right? He was in that cave, which is very similar to a prison. He was trapped in there. He couldn't go out. If he, he went out... He would be killed. But as you look at that, I don't think he was really talking about the cave. You know, as I say right now, for me, and I pray to the Lord right now, and I feel overwhelmed, I'm like, Lord, deliver me from this, right? I'm not talking about this physical lockdown or being stuck in my house. I'm talking about the feelingness of hopelessness, the feelings of helplessness, the fear, the depression. When I say prison, that's what I'm talking about. My own prison that Satan has ensnared me, ensnared me, and I'm stuck there because I allowed myself to get caught. he's saying, Lord, bring me out of this prison so I can thank you. You know, I don't know. This is really just, as I talk, I'm just opening up my heart to you. It's just, this has been so, so difficult. We have seen people fall away from their faith. We have seen people completely renounce God. During these times, we've been getting phone calls with people dealing with depression. People are hurting out there not really bad right now. And they're having a lot of, not only spiritually, but physically also, as many of them are sick. Many of them, I've even had uh, some of them, so part of our fellowship that's been in the hospital. Um, we know about, you know, some that's even passed away. It's been a very difficult time during this time. And there it is in verse 7, bring me out of this prison. You know, we don't have to live in that. In that hopelessness, that helplessness, that fear. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. The Lord will always meet our needs. And again, I'm just preaching to myself. As I just walk through this, I'll tell you, it's just it's been really, really, really hard. And maybe some of you are enjoying the lockdown. I, I have actually talked to a few that are really actually enjoying it. And praise the Lord. But I'll tell you, reach look around you. Because there's a lot of people that are really hurting really bad. Reach out to them and know that, you know, they probably feel like this. They, they feel like they're in a prison. We need to reach out to these people because they're hurting and they're falling out of fellowship. Fellowship with believers and even falling out of fellowship with God. We need to reach out to these people and see how we can minister to them. You know, I just, I love this prayer This from David. It's, what it is, is in the end it's deliverance. King David had been delivered from God from his own prison. Not only from that cave, as he did get delivered from that, but he also got delivered from this place that Satan had tripped him up into feeling of helplessness and hopelessness. So this is instruction King David has given us through this psalm. Instructions how to be free, to be free in Christ. I just want to look at a couple of verses to close this live feed. Me and the cat here, what do you think? And uh, we're gonna look at, I think, maybe one or two verses. And then we're gonna go and we're gonna fellowship on Facebook Messenger. You should've got a link on the group. I believe that's all working out. How's that going, guys? Is it going good, the link? We're checking here and make sure we got it. I think think Vicky's been working on that. Now again, have some patience when we do transfer over to that. It's something new, we've never tried it. And actually, this technology just came out like two days ago, so it's gonna be new for everyone. If you do have troubles, let's try to Work through that together and get it fixed so we can all uh, fellowship together. I just want to look at a few verses. First, let's look at Acts 13. Acts chapter 13. The reason I want you to see this is because many people say, I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm a new creation in God, right? Why would I be feeling full of fear? Even being depressed. Hopeless. David felt this. And who was David, right? Who was David? Look at Acts chapter 13, verse 22. It says, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. Even David faced struggles. I also want to close with this verse Philippians chapter 4. We're going to look at starting verse 6. It says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And thank Him for all He's done. Is that what we've been doing? I tell you, I really needed to read this. And just remember, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray. The answer is Jesus. And again, it says, tell God what you need. You know, David spilled his guts out. He spilled his heart out to the Lord here. Just as we need to do sometimes. As he cried out to the Lord. In verse 7, Then, then, you will experience God's peace, which, ex- which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. This is available to us today, and I need to be reminded of that, and just continue, 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 just to be in the Word, to be in fellowship with, with, Christ, with Jesus to be in fellowship with you and just remember this is this is all in God's hands and you know he uses you know as David was trapped in a cave being hunted down to be killed by Saul God was using that time to build David into the man that he was going to use to build his great nation and to be a king over his people I don't know what each one of you are dealing with but God can use this time and God is using this time you know, and, but we need to be honoring to God in these times. You know, we need to be continuing to abide in him in these times. Continuing to be faithful. And he's, he's still there. And God is there for you, even no matter what's going on in your life right now. And we're still there for you. So Lord, I just pray, Lord, that we continue to seek you in these times. That we continue to understand that you've never left us and you never will leave us. And that we can have peace and joy even in these difficult situations. Lord. And Lord, and it's okay that we can know that we, we will face difficult times. So Lord, I just pray you be with us as we continue to fellowship. As we just come together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, I just pray your anointing on this time. I just pray for your protection of your Holy Spirit over this time. And just be with us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Please join me in the Facebook Messenger group that you'll see an invite on the Facebook group. If you don't have that message or you're not in our group, please private message us right away on our Facebook page so we can get you that link. God bless. I'll see you in a minute.